Is Santa Claus really Odin? Um, this is the time of year where a particularly delightful brand of memes are circulating on social media. And that is the memes that identify Santa Claus with the Nordic god Odin. But what is really behind this seemingly weird identification? Because like night follows day and autumn follows summer, these memes are followed by the upheavals of scholars who seem to be personally affronted by those creative ways in which people are re-engaging and reinventing the figures from Nordic cultural history that we scholars thought that we owned. <laughs> and uh, in this video, I'll, I'll make the point that this completely counterintuitive um, identification actually has something to it, at least something. My name is uh, Rune Jan Erasmus, I'm a Danish historian of religion, got my PhD from the University of Uppsala. I've recently published a contemporary runic calendar of Nordic seasonal animism that communicates exactly this kind of information, and uh, the calendar can still be procured. Um, just write me a PM or contact me through this page, and I'll send you the details on how to order. Um, do also keep in mind that there's a general problem in scholarship that early career scholars such as myself live under quite difficult employment situations. So if you want to support this early career scholar, you can uh, do it through the Patreon page that is linked some, some around, somewhere around this video. All right, so back to this absolutely wonderful Santa is Odin idea that is often seem to be spreading through memes. memes. Um, memes that express a certain brand of like popular humor or wit that sort of play on the idea of masking. Uh, that behind the mask, which in this case is the cozy candy red Coca-Cola Santa Claus, there's something that, so something different, something that's almost opposed. And in this case it's Odin, the dark, mysterious god of death and poetry, mystery, mysticism, ecstatic rage, necromancy and runic shamanism. There's an opposition between these two figure, figures. And this opposition uh, is a kind of masking logic that's surprisingly common actually when you see how identification between figures or deities operate. Now for instance, according to Christian legend, the uh, Saint Patrick expelled all the serpents from Ireland. Now serpents are a symbol of evil in Christianity, and this is the reason uh, that there aren't any serpents in Ireland. But in Haitian Voodoo, St. Patrick is identified with what? The serpent deity, Dambala. The enemy of a serpent is, a, is inverted and actually becomes a serpent spirit. This is really common in Afro-Atlantic culture and religion, and I've researched, researched this, um, exactly this logic uh, quite a lot myself. But this is just to say that there's a nuance of this kind of masking logic in this identification between Santa Claus and Odin. The very different, almost uh, opposed figures. Um, but is there also a historical, uh, positive historical connection between them? And the short answer is yes, there, there is a connection. They, they aren't just the same, stuff isn't that simple, but there is a historical connection. Um, and I'll just start, start with Odin and his, his uh, connection to the Yule, Christmas, midwinter holiday season. Um, now, one of uh, Odin's names was Jolnir, and this translates as the Euler, the one that brings Yule, uh, the one that does Yule, the one that Yules. Um, another name was the Yule Father, uh, which means the Yule Father, almost a bit like Father Christmas. 
Uh, and and the, the, there's quite a number of sources that substantiate this connection specifically between Odin and the Yule uh, holiday. So during Christianization, Odin had a tendency to sort of linger around the Yule Christmas time and try to lure the Christian Norwegian kings back into his sway. Uh, and, and he may also be associated with the wild hunt, an idea that is uh, particularly associated with this holiday. Um, and there's also something about the Yule beer. Um, that, that's a bit of a longer reflection. I won't go into that. Odin was also the Grimnir, the masquerader, one of his names. Grimnir basically means mask bearer. Uh, and changing masqueraders, personifying this holiday is, is almost a constant through history. It basically seems that, that Odin ha has had a role as the spirit of Yule, a kind of personification of Yule. And this is ob obviously only one role that this deity has had, but, but this thing about personifying a holiday or a season, that's actually rather characteristic of North, North European animism. People create May Queens and May Counts and Summer Matins and, and personifications of winter and spring and so on. And even many of the traditional month, months have been seen as entities uh, or deities. And uh, the, 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 there is a description of a, a shamanic experience uh, from a man in, in Iceland who met the coming months personified as trolls or, or beings. You find this both in, in the English uh, material in, in Scandinavia. This personifying of seasons is really characteristic. It's not so visible in the Eddas, but very much in the folklore. Um, so the personification of an important holiday is rather typical, and Yule has always been personified and identified with these different uh, figures. So up through the ages, um, there's been different figures that has taken this role as the Euler, the, uh, the, mask, the mask, masquerader that personifies the, the time. Um, Saint Stefan, Saint Knut, Saint Nicholas, Campus, I made another video about that recently, uh, Thorri in Iceland, perhaps associated with the god Thor, uh, different wild huntsmen uh, and a number of female witch-like figures, Lusus in Sweden, the Holda Pacta, winter goddesses um, that today uh, we still remember in, in Scandinavia in a somewhat reduced version in Santa Lucia or Saint Lucy. Um, and particularly there is the Yule goat, a figure that may also have connections to Odin. Um, and um, yes, while well, you could even say that Jesus, uh, you know, is a kind of a personification of Christmas. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so old that I actually remember people talking about Christmas as a particularly Christian thing, uh, that there is a, a Christmas spirit and that is very much Christian identified, identified with, with Christian uh, values. Um, and this whole carnival of all these personifications of Christmas, in that carnival, you also have our contemporary versions of Saint Nicholas, Father Christmas, that becomes Santa Claus. So Santa Claus is, in a sense, a very traditional Euler. You know, he perhaps expresses a different ideology or condenses a different ideology. You could say that he sort of embodies Yule as a celebration primarily of a capitalist, consumerist self-gratification, uh, which is probably why he's candy-red and red-cheeked, um, and perhaps also has a, a touch of spooky pedophile to him. Um, but he is essentially a Euler. You know, he's a masquerader, a Yolnir, 
a personification of Yule. He's Odin, not in the sense that he's a god of Scalic poetry and medieval feudalist kingship and warriorhood and shamanism, but like Odin, he's a masking personification of Yule. And uh, if we return to look at Odin, then we should, it should also be mentioned that there is a trickster aspect to Odin, an aspect that perhaps uh, also speaks to his Grimnir side, his role as, as the mask bearer, the masquerader, because the trickster also iconizes the ambiguity uh, that is somehow linked to this whole thing about masking, that there's something in front, but there's something else behind. That ambiguity is trick tricksterish somehow. Um, it's very likely that there may have been rituals where Odin Yolnir could have been represented by a masking performance, uh, perhaps in comparable ways to many of these other Eulers down through the uh, ages that uh, come to houses wearing their masks and get something or give something to people. So when people today want to identify Santa Claus with, with Odin, I think that they're doing some, something really meaningful somehow. These two figures both belong in different, uh, very different parts of histories. They, they're, they're separated by many centuries and belong in very different contexts, but they're both Eulers masking personifications of that particular season. And I think that the trickster aspect of Odin somehow lives in this identification, that you can see somehow this necromancer and gallows god and mystic deity behind your friendly candy, red-cheeked, shopping mall Santa, you know. Um, and there's one meme that I particularly like where you see a little girl sitting on uh, the lap of this ultra-cozy Santa Claus, and she whispers to him, I know that you are Odin. Your secret is safe with me. And I find this particularly beautif beautiful because it is of this little girl. She, she actually knows the gods. It, it is as if she knows the Yolnir, even behind the plastic consumerism, as if she knows the Grimnir, that ambiguous mystery of masking, that it is eternal. It is there somehow also in, in, uh, in the contemporary Santa Claus. And well, maybe that's just me. Uh, I think it's the kind of interpretation that people are producing, um, where, which is very appealing and dynamic. And in a sense, it carries a kind of poetic truth in it. And it doesn't mean that Odin was Santa Claus, brought Viking kids presents and stuff like that. There's a, often these things are communicated with historical misconceptions. Uh, and that sort of becomes part of the equation where people are making this, uh, this identification. But there's also a note of meaningfulness. And I think a, a particularly powerful, poetic, popular wit and meaning in this contemporary identification between Odin and Santa Claus. In a sense, I think it's very Odinic. Uh, and uh, it's one of the examples that, that I see where people who aren't scholars are in in some ways actually better at understanding things than those of us who are scholars. So by all means, do continue to let this wonderful and somehow deeply meaningful and trickstery idea grow and flourish. Many scholars would probably be annoyed about, annoyed about it, but um, I'll be cheering for you. And uh, again, don't forget that it isn't too late to order the ruling and animist calendar for 2020, which is uh, filled with all these kind of details. Uh, you can contact me uh, through this page, PM, uh, and uh, I'll give you the, the details for the shipping and so on. See you around.